0: Do we want to talk about that uh that trailer again? Since we lost that. Uh, well the uh no the NWA trailer, straight out of Compton.
1: Um might as well touch on it at least a little bit.
0: Yeah, fuck it. Just cut that part out. Okay. <laughs> Hi guys. Hello. We're all in the same room. I guess it's gonna be our first episode because Joe took a shit all over the last one. I did. He didn't mean to. Christ.
1: We might be able to get it up there someday. Uh, Maybe someday. We're gonna have to call in for reinforcements on that. So
0: this might be the first episode, and I'd like to uh, apologize in advance for oh my god, (laughs) this picture. I don't, Jesus. I don't know why that's there. That's unrelated, but, uh... <laughs> <laughs> I guess you guys... This is great radio. Yeah. If yeah, I'd look like, at that picture. I, oh, I'd, also, I'd also like to apologize for the way we're dressed. <laughs> oh, I'm my. so sorry. So this will probably be the first episode. I guess we, we are... First official episode. We already have a, uh, An episode zero that should be floating around.
1: And an episode zero, too.
0: Uh, yeah. Or... Yeah, oxygen. Uh, it's a podcast about the hyper nineties. Hyper nineties. Well, hyper nineties Zeitgeist breakdown. Um oh I guess I gotta go over meat market again. Thanks for that amazing intro music. Uh I'm from California yeah. in that Yeah, surf. thanks. Thanks, uh Alex. It's
1: actually very appropriate Big for help. all of us. Yeah.
0: Very easy to deal with. Anyway, we watched so we so we're talking about Mortal Kombat this week. And we did you guys watch the trailer before we watched the movie? No. I, I didn't get a chance not. to watch the trailer.
2: Oh.
0: Well, I watch it. I'll just describe it in detail. Go for it. It's just basically the song and uh get hyped and then uh the ending is cut when they say the name, it shows the character. Oh yeah. That's it. That song is the Kato. best. That's all I got. Sorry. Okay. That's a really bad description. Johnny cake. So anyway. I think it's enough.
2: I mean, it's Mortal Kombat. Once you hear that song, it's that's all you need.
0: Yeah. I
1: mean, that,
2: that really...
1: I'm not sure it, how, so, how
2: huge techno was
1: at the time, but that kind of brought it to... Yeah. Brought it to the little chillings.
0: So did that song come out before the movie? It came out...
2: Mm. I think it came out... No, was,
0: actually, was it made before for the movie? I'm, I'm not sure about
1: the song, but I, I feel like the Mortal Kombat scream was there before. Yeah, as I remember, I remember that scream being there during the uh, the commercials for the Sega CD release of it.
0: So it's KMFDM, right?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. What does it stand for? Let's put a, a rest to this because I know what I've I've heard. Well, I have no idea. Part. You haven't heard. I. This is what I heard. I heard it's kill motherfucking Depeche Mode what really somebody's yeah. got a
2: beef where did you hear that where did you hear that from
0: from Andrew this kid mm. we went to school with <laughs> but he would just make shit up reliable source
2: yeah. yeah so to be fair him,
1: him and another mutual friend were really big fans yeah of
0: KMFDM so hmm. yeah no but every all the kids on the schoolyard, you know we all thought it meant yeah really, it was like they are like oh it's a radio station that made that right yeah
2: <laughs> Either way, though that that song, as soon as it started playing, and it was in what was those um, like those set of jams that came out for like sports events and stuff. Kids Bob, oh, okay.
0: yeah. Now where was I? <laughs> where were we? Oh, we are talking about goddamn KMFDM. Yeah, and I know. Fuck them. Let's yeah. move on. So, well,
1: let me say something about that music, and yeah? this is something everyone's going to agree with. You heard that song. It didn't matter how young or old you are. Heard that shit? You wanted to fight. I yeah. know. And you didn't just want to fight. You wanted to fight cool. You yeah. To bust out all the martial arts moves. You know you couldn't ever do. <laughs> yeah. You wanted to try them Van Damme kicks and then Bruce Lee one inch punches and yeah, spin around. Everyone tried to do a sweep and
0: a spin I mean, kick and fell over. I mean, I don't dance. And that shit, like the movie, just opens with that shit. Just like bam. Dun, 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 dun. And it oh fucking, God, all of us were hyped. We were fucking doing the Beavis air punching thing. At least I was. Yeah. Like yeah. that was.
2: What we'll get you excited. Yeah. So that's how the when I first up. heard that
1: song, I was in my room doing katas and shit. Just yeah. That's that's how you open a yeah. movie.
0: it gets you pumped. Yeah. But uh, yeah. So let's let's go over this now. Infamous director. <laughs> <laughs> let's go and say Jesus. this may be his greatest film. Uh, the only thing that comes close is Event Horizon. Oh, did he do that? I believe so. See, I well, my family loves horror movies, so they love the, the Resident Evil movies, and I, I think they're they're dumb fun. You know, it's fine. They do really well. The first one was pretty. Could good. be. They, yeah, they, they do, do make do money, really well. though. I've always suspected
1: that he's just tricked Hollywood into producing super high quality spank material of his wife.
2: that, that and also I think I don't. I think he probably makes his money back every single time, so he's able to keep making it. Well,
1: that's why they keep coming out.
2: As long as you can do that, they'll give you more
0: money. I mean, the upcoming one's supposed to be the last, right? Mm -hmm. And then they're finally going to reboot it, maybe?
2: Maybe we should say who the person is.
0: What person? Paul W.S. Anderson. We just said that, Joe. Keep no, up. We didn't yeah, say we that. we did. No, we, we, we said it, I don't believe
1: we did. Yeah, we, we called him an infamous director. We
0: said it, motherfucker. No. We go back. Rewind that shit. <laughs> we, can rewind. we can edit it out later. How dare you question the fucking host. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Paul, fine. Let's find out what W.S. stands for while there we're at it. There we go. It. Because right. there's another Paul Anderson. Paul Thomas Anderson is amazing. Yeah. He's fucking brilliant. He's a whole let's lot Let's see. Different. Paul... W- Paul William Scott Anderson, mm. known for Death Race, AVP, Alien vs. Predator. That was good. Resident Evil, which is fine. Mm. Mm. Resident Evil, everything. Yeah, he produced the Dead or Alive movie. Not surprising. <laughs> uh, I'd still need to see that.
1: Of course he'd be associated with it. that. He almost got his hands on Castlevania. I would have killed
0: well, someone. Well, let's see. He did Ooh. Mortal Kombat, Event Horizon. Uh, yeah, a bunch of stuff. Anyway... He's one of those directors where I feel like I'd like to see him tackle something else, you know? Yeah. Not even because I don't like the Resident Evil movies, but it's like, I, I want to see what else he can do. Because Mortal Kombat's great. Yeah,
1: it's it's got kind of a lot more going on in it. And if it's, if it's, something I'll talk about later, but if what I saw in there came from him... And He's got a lot more potential, and is just kind of wasting it on these RE movies.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, for some reason, he, he goes really far. It's very loosely based the the movie universe of of Resident Evil. With each movie, it
1: seems to get further. Yeah, and further it just away. gets
0: insane. It's like he'll just bring in characters because, but with this, like Mortal Kombat, he's stuck pretty close. And it's actually a fighting game that's got a really. Mm great mythology behind it it. it's really fleshed out and it's it owes a lot to old kung fu movies which is which is cool again it has this weird American vibe to it which is great because Mortal Kombat the game has this it's like old kung fu movies from all over the place filtered in through this American aesthetic and what appealed to us at the time in the 90s which was violence and killing extreme extreme yeah and sexy ladies. and uh, Techno. And like he, they just kind of naturally flowed into this Hollywood movie. And it works great. He did it really well. <laughs> yeah. And I mean, some somebody was obviously like a Highlander fan, you know. Pratt, <laughs> oh, of
1: course. Uh, cast this, this, uh, Lambert. Asian thunder god played by white guy.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he's fine. He's a very interesting character. He's very cheeky.
1: He's got the voice for it, too. Yeah. Yeah, he he does talk a lot of shit in
2: that kind of movie. Strange
0: Brooklyn accent, which I always <laughs> thought was weird as a kid.
2: One thing I, I did like about all of it, even you know, even though he did well, okay. The biggest yeah. thing I liked about it is that he did play it so closely to the game. Mm-hmm. And when you try and do something really close to the source material, a lot of mm-hmm. times it will fall apart because yeah. it's just okay. Maybe the source material isn't very realistic. I mean, come on, it's a bunch of people yeah. fighting a tournament to save the world. And usually when you, try, when you try and match it that closely to it, it turns out horrible. But he just... he I mean, he was, he was a little goofy, but
0: yeah. it turned out really nice. Yeah. I mean, what
2: well, He kind of stepped a little away
1: from it in tone in the sense that it almost felt more fantasy than kung fu movie. Like, if you tried to go full kung fu movie with this... I guess you stand the risk of it falling apart just in the Mm -hmm. sense that you're dealing with these, like, super, sort of like supernatural entities. You're questing onto this area that exists between worlds. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, there's a a lot of elements in this that you'd find in, like, high fantasy things.
0: Yeah. I mean, and that's that's telling of the influences that Ed Boon and Tobias and everybody who made the first game had. But, uh,. Yeah, I mean, it it definitely, like I said before, it owes back to, like, the big influence that I saw, especially in the beginning, is Enter the the Dragon. Like, especially, you know, Johnny Cage. Like, that's straight... He's straight out of Enter the Dragon. And they brought him in. Speaking of which, Johnny Cage played to perfection by one Lyndon Ashby, Mm -hmm. who I'm not... not, I can't think of anything else that I've seen him in, but... Mm
1: -hmm. Not that I can think of either. But he's great in this. I kind of wish he'd been in more after after watching that.
2: I'm surprised he didn't get more roles. Maybe he did and we just haven't... Like I was I was sad roles. that
1: he wasn't Johnny Cage in... Oh, I was initially sad he wasn't Johnny Cage in the second movie and then happy when I saw that he got killed off. Hmm. Yeah. Negative two seconds into the movie.
0: Yeah. So it seemed like they... I don't know if... Uh, Bridget Wilson, who played Sonia, was a martial artist. I don't believe. She no, was. Yeah. yeah, it didn't seem like it. I mean, she she played her part all right, but I mean, was Lyndon Ashby a martial artist? I know Robin Shu was.
1: I think he he at least looked it.
0: Yeah, and he had the athleticism for it. He did. So let's talk about a scene that we love: hmm. is that fight with Scorpion?
2: Ooh,
0: but it's so good. So good. God,
2: that was really good. I I I know Lionel when we were watching it you were you kinda kept saying this that every likes uh us say vanilla ice, what's his name? No. Scorpion, uh Sub Zero and all of them they they dressed them and they played their parts kinda good, even though yeah, they're well, the 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 costumes on the two of them are so perfect. Yeah. But yeah. I guess
1: it shouldn't be that much of a shock considering uh Mortal Kombat may be the only one that did this successfully where they actually film the animations rather than draw it out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, there's there's a reference point to how to do this in real life versus mm-hmm. kind of working from scratch with other things like Street Fighter, Super Mario, other yeah. video game movies coming out around the time. Yeah,
0: one thing I like was that they didn't take it too over the top as far as, you know, costumes mm-hmm. go. Like, Wu Kang... They, they could have made him, like, a really weird Bruce Lee clone, and they did. <laughs> could have had just him great. in the black pants with the socks. Yeah. I mean, they, sort of at the end, just as a little nod, but, like... Well, what I noticed
1: is that they went mainly, in regards to the costuming, they went really hard in the direction of the outworld fighters. Yeah. Like, you know, Kano's a bad guy, but he's not wearing the full getup. Yeah. He's like, mm-hmm. he's already recognizable enough with the mask, or, Yeah. why am I doing mannerisms yeah. when we're doing radio. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> you know, the humans are dressed relatively normal. It's the people from this other world that yeah. are in heavy costume.
0: Yeah, and they look great. Okay. Yeah. It's but a that, bit more believable. I mean, at some of the fight scenes, like, you could tell his martial arts. Like, Sonya and Kano, maybe not so much. Like, their fight was a little... But it, there was a
1: grittiness to it. That there was. Mm.
0: There was. That's what I picked up on, was each fight kind of played to... Not only the personality of each fighter, but the the dynamic between the two fighters. Like, the, the fight between Kitana and Liu Kang mm. is way different. And the way they fight with each other is way different than Liu Kang fights with, like, Reptile. Yeah, where,
1: it's, it's a lot more technical. You know, it's very much like they're holding back.
0: Yeah, they are. It's a lot of grabbing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, so, I mean, at first I was kind of like, Okay, like they did a job, and then when we finally did get to that Scorpion Johnny Cage fight, it's ah, so good. Yeah, it's it's a huge so, fight, spans so locations, the effect, which I really wanted when uh, I was a kid. I wanted uh, that
1: hook shot, yeah, thing, whatever. Is, I mean, there was really no way of knowing, but later on, they've gone to explain in regards to the game, that it's just a kunai and a rope, or kunai like a knife. Yeah, but at yeah. the time, you really couldn't tell it was a damn video game. And it looked cool seeing them go into that stance mm-hmm. and, and have the thing come out like the way yeah. Scorpion and Sub Zero used their powers. It seemed, yeah. even though they were superpowers, they seemed yeah. very much martial arts based. Like there was a kind of yeah. focus they had to go into in yeah. order to utilize. Them. Yeah,
0: they. I mean, they took. I mean, they, they took some liberties with his hand, but like it mm-hmm. was like cool as shit. Yeah. Know, like. yeah, and you know these guys are supposed
1: to be crazy, su- like otherworldly entities. Yeah. So, you know, the play up a sort of fear factor with him is a good idea.
0: Yeah. So he chases him around with that thing and then he loses it and then Sub-Zero or Scorpion he fucking like takes him into hell I'm mm-hmm. assuming. Yeah. That's I kinda, what I thought. I kind of wondered about that
1: too. I'm not sure if, if it's hell it makes sense but if it's just sort of like a domain for him, then are all those skulls and stuff his victims? That's kind like, of like did what he I kill thought. that many people? That's what, I,
0: that's what I got the feeling
1: of.
2: That's what I was thinking too. That that's the place he brought everyone to finish off. Yeah, And those are all the bodies Which of the is victims.
1: Because if it's hell, how the fuck did Johnny Cage get out? But <laughs> Johnny <laughs> yeah. Cage.
0: God, but that, that fight, like, that's where I was like, "Fuck, this is tight." Where they yeah. they're just going at it on that on those like rafters, and mm-hmm. they're just. They're going fast. Like Johnny Cage is, he's is a little slower. He's like a slow white man, but they're fighting. You know, he's, he's kicking. It's,
1: just my, yeah. uh, it's a good fight. Yeah, they're kind of going all over the place. And more than anything, what I like about it is they 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 leave everything in there. Yeah. And it 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 speaks to, again something I'll get into later. Just to what degree Johnny Cage has to go to beat Scorpion. Yeah and you know it shows in lesser extents with the characters the human characters fighting these monsters mm-hmm. that they've they've got to do more than rely purely on their skills yeah
0: I mean he moved fast which mm-hmm. I liked I appreciated that made use of lot. the environment yeah god it was great choreography and then the of course he does his fatality the <laughs> autograph the, the, yeah. the, the
1: little friendship I mean made. just yeah. little
0: touches like that throughout the whole movie like <laughs> I just, watching it as a Mortal Kombat fan, as a kid in that audience, you just lost your shit. It's
1: like, it, it, says so a, it says a bit about the character too, that he would have one of those on him even in the midst of a fight. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, it's just sitting there in his shirt. Sure.
2: No, I mean, <sighs> as a kid, when I saw that Scorpion fight, outside the fact that he was fighting Scorpion, the thing that just, I just lost it, is when he said, get over here. Because that was, that's like his signet. That's like his, his yeah. you know, the thing he says. Get over was, here, come so, here. And yeah, they gave you a little extra with
1: get out here. Yeah, that was <laughs> that
2: was good. But just they. It seems like when he was making this movie, he obviously did a lot of research. Or well, Ed Boone was a, obviously a big part of it. It seems I, I so. bet
1: they were a bit pretty big part of the film, and they they were clearly inspired by the film in that um, Kano's originally. He's either Japanese or half Japanese, but mm. they were kind of going with a yakuza thing with him, mm. and him being Australian came in I think after, maybe after three or during three. Yeah, they altered the character because they liked that portrayal of Kano so much.
2: I liked it; it was good. It fit. It, it really made him really uh, made yeah his
1: character. yeah uh, the. Whoever played King? God, he, he S- was sleezing it up. Yeah. all. Yeah. Just slithering all over that movie. Volcano, Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> He's fucking fantastic. Trevor Goddard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not familiar with the rest of his work, but oh, so good. sleazy. He's yeah, so, so slimy. slimy. Was good acting. I mean, he wasn't in the movie and for easily, a long time, yeah. but it was good. Speaking of oozing shit, like Jesus Christ, Kerry Hiroyuki Tagawa. Mm. He just okay, oozes. I don't, I don't even know if he's oozing necessarily evil, but he's, he's
1: like—I'd you know, say he's radiating it, yeah. <laughs> like an aura, yeah. I an mean, evil yeah, aura, just great. kind of seeping out of him. All those souls, yeah, and, and and the creepy boner he's got going for Sonya throughout that movie. <laughs> just, yeah. When I saw that as a kid, all of that went right over my head.
0: Yeah, well, that, it's a little weird. And at first I was like, maybe Jump Killed isn't... Maybe he's crazy. Maybe I'm over-exaggerating. Yeah. But then he, he puts her in that weird leather dress. And yeah. Like, right? and it's all frazzled at the end. <laughs> and he straight up kidnaps her.
1: That was. fucking 50s damsel dress.
0: Yeah.
2: Got her chained to the wall. Yeah. <laughs> King Kong style. Oof.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, you know, like, um, in an episode you'll hear later, we talked about, like villains being done uh sort of like old school diabolical and there's a bit of that going on with Shang Tsung. Yeah. And that he's kind of got this sort of unsettling gentlemanly demeanor about him. Yeah. Like something I noticed (laughs) is uh anytime Raiden shows up he's got this little sort of gesture it's like the open hand like a Closed fist on top of an open hand—something that usually follows a bow mm. in kung fu—and no matter like how much he, you, you can tell he probably hates Raiden show showing up. He always makes a point to do that. Mm. He's always smiling and gesturing in like a friendly manner, even when he's telling you, telling John Cage, yeah. he's gonna die."
0: So this movie, I it really like. You bring up a good point. It really sticks to. laws of its own universe whereas Mm -hmm. i think in a lot of films like this it just goes to complete anarchy Mm kind of like the street fighter movie which we watched which Mm -hmm. i don't know if you guys will ever get to hear that episode but but that movie well that movie's amazing too oh yeah, and this one is probably a little closer Mm. you know
1: it's good yeah it was definitely closer to its source material
2: do you think that's because, cause I know when we were talking about, when we watched the Street Fighter movie, uh, I believe the director was saying that he didn't want to go for what Mortal Kombat was doing, was making a traditional tournament movie and that kind of yeah. stuff. He wanted to do more of a, like a Golden Eye type spy type movie. Yeah. Do you think that's why they were able to stick so closely to the material and make it work? Because they were just doing... The tournament type setup
0: in this movie. Yeah. See, well, I, was, I forgot about this, but I was going to bring it up earlier. Mm-hmm. Another reason why I think this movie works so well is is because it kind of sticks to the premise of the first game, and that first mm-hmm. game has not that many characters. Yeah. How many? Much There's,
1: smaller cast. You're doing mm-hmm. a very figure.
0: small cast. And in fact, I'd say they're almost all in the film in some way.
1: And um, Katana is from two. Yeah. So they had like enough two. room to bring in other characters. Reptile's a secret character in one. Yeah. So he doesn't have he doesn't really yeah. have any story significance at that point in the time. But um, yeah. Boy, did I mark out when I saw him because, uh, unlike all the other characters, you didn't know he didn't show up in any of the trailers. You mm-hmm. didn't know he was going to be there, and then yeah. bam,
0: yeah, that's un-
2: fantastic. Un- unlike Street Fighter, where there was so many characters, yeah,
0: there
1: were so
0: many okay. characters. I mean. The, the writer of that film mm. said, you know, he, he was like, we got to keep it to seven. Mm-hmm. He told Capcom straight up, we have to keep this, this down to seven, because that's as many characters that an audience can actually follow. Right. And as production went further on, Capcom was like, no, you got to put in all these other characters. So that's what fans are going to want to see. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, in this film, like, they, they did give us what fans want to see, and they kept the cast small.
1: And they found ways to work around certain things, like Scorpion and Sub Zero's story is so kind of deep, like it could be yeah, its own it movie. But you know, yeah. it sort of dropped by Shang Tsung saying they're yeah. under my control.
0: Yeah, which is great because it's it's not about. That's one of the things that you know games do is they you know they can flesh out. Mm. Back then, they could flesh that shit out in, in the instruction manual, and right. that would send your little and, kid and, brain like crazy, and, like wow, what are these like ninja clans other like, you know?
1: An, ancillary materials, like it's like oh, check out the new Sub Zero comic book coming out by yeah. Malibu. <laughs> oh God, Malibu comics!
0: <laughs> Jesus,
2: that's a good point though. Like it, they. They were able to kind of just cut off their stories and keep going by him saying that they're under my power. Yeah, they work for me now. Yeah, I didn't even think about okay, that. I know you do this for me
1: and I'll uh, pay you. That was a good way to handle that. Yeah. Like yeah. They, had, they had a much easier time getting everyone in one place than Street Fighter Day. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, like you said that they worked reptile and they're pretty cool like Mm -hmm. visual effects were
1: Mm. so 90s yeah they don't quite hold up now but at the time they were fucking like mind blowing
0: yeah well at the time you were just excited to see CG at all yeah and then seeing it in this movie it was just like whoa it was a lot of it like holy shit and I
2: I, it was a good way to work in reptile granted he was very much a mystery at the time I think
0: yeah Mm. he was
2: which made it even more exciting to see him appear. yeah because you only ever saw him Cause he was a kid character, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You had to like
1: get flawless victories up mm-hmm. until the pit killed the guy, knock him in it, and then bam. But yeah. Yep.
0: So I love, I love that fight scene. I think that's probably my favorite one. Is Robin Shue is Luke Kang versus Reptile Bicycle Kick. He was played by Keith Cook. Um, but yeah. I just love the speed in it, like the speed it just and the aggression. Right I mean, yeah, there's yeah. yeah. like one thing I can I
1: can give to Mortal Kombat over Street Fighter in regards to the mm-hmm. fights is impact. Yeah, they 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 work impact in, into this movie. Like anytime yeah. you see somebody take a hit, you're wincing.
0: Yeah, God, they're just going so fast and flipping all over the place and just at each other completely. And then Lu Kang does the bicycle kick. Yeah. Which
1: is a rage fueled oh, bicycle
0: kick. Yeah, and the reptile keeps, <laughs> keeps, keeps flipping. It's great. And then Luke Kang stomps on his head. Yeah. Which it's another part where I was like, that's satisfying. Mm-hmm. He he stomps him to death. We don't really see it. We see his foot, but like for what? PG thirteen.
1: Mm. Yeah, he's clearly grinding his feet into there. Yeah, yeah. Let's let's jump on that for a second. Considering the source material prides itself on being gory, mm. they pulled mm-hmm. off a successful Mortal Kombat movie with a PG
2: thirteen rating. It's true. Mm. Although, instead of blood and gore, they're replaced well, with maggots and bugs that got... It's a lot of bloodless violence,
1: but I guess they, um, they satisfy you with other things, such as Shang Tsung pulling the souls out of mm-hmm. people, and yeah. people falling into pits and shit. The
2: other thing I liked about the reptile fight was... I mean, they didn't go too crazy with it, but they kind of with his movements and the way you could kind of hear his voice a little bit. And when he fell on the ground, like he blew all the dust out and stuff yeah. that kind of made him seem like he was really like, yeah. like a monster.
0: A yeah, very, yeah. very
2: animal. It's yeah. like eyes always
1: wide yeah. looking uh-huh. around. And he, that's yeah. what
0: I love is it's great. You know, and they're obviously palette swaps in, in the game, but mm-hmm. like they had their personalities and they like, Scorpion's got that, you know, they go to hell. Mm-hmm. Sub-Zero's got, he moves differently. He does his ice and reptiles. Even just like his stance, like there's like you see him for like a second, just sort of bounce and like get ready, but he's like he's moving and shit. Right, yeah, like, yeah, like an animal. Made it great. Yeah, like oh, yeah.
1: scorpions, very still a lot of the times, even in situations where he's not. You don't think he would be, and obviously because he's dead. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just like like one of the smaller things they did with Sub Zero, which I really liked and really kind of sold that this was like a. Like a superpower-based martial art is how he uh, destroys Sonya's gun. Yeah. He just kind of like reaches out and sort of like a jab, touches it, freezes part, and rips it off. Yeah.
2: I, I will have to admit, though, out of all those fights fighting, you know, those those guys like Reptile, Scorpion, Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero was, was kind of the weakest. It just, I, think, yeah. I think it's more the end. They could have done more with it, it feels like.
0: Yeah. So I mean, it, it's Zero. It, it was a lot
1: shorter.
2: Mm-hmm. I'll
1: give you that. Yeah. Granted, Sub Zero got a lot of scenes leading up to that. It's
0: yeah, true. It I mean, Good. I mean, every effect would take, you know, That's true. forever. Like, we, we watched the credits, the effects. Team, Team- was huge. It was like almost <laughs> half, the, half the credits. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, there's a scene, you know, when they finally fight at the end where when Shang Tsung dies, mm. you can kind of see that, okay, it's a still frame and they had to probably hand-paint yeah. this whole thing yeah. of him, yeah. him shriveling shriveling up. Him into a corpse yeah like, that, that was nutty e-
2: that was not easy yeah, Probably was nuts. that probably took a long time
0: yeah I mean all the effects especially because with something like Sub-Zero you kind of you really have to plan something like like that right out where it's you want to have the effects of him you know charging and and shooting but then there's practical shit that comes in where stuff is actually frozen or becoming frozen yeah, yeah. So it,
1: it's an effect that when it hits is going to like have gradually. It could be fast, but there's still going to be a gradual build over it. So you have to yeah. animate the ice yeah. overtaking the body.
0: Yeah, and and you can see sort of like when he's freezing, like it sort of freezes for a second before it covers his head, and then mm-hmm. it covers his head. But so like every scene with Sub Zero, although they're, they're short it probably took a lot of work Oh yeah, and to then, get that done.
2: And then mixing that in with the actual motion of when the ice hits him and he's flying way back.
0: Yeah. That's just, mm-hmm. that's,
2: that probably took a lot of time too. So I guess you're right. Maybe. I mean, I'm i pretty sure after the Scorpion fight, alright guys, our budget is like, it's gone. We, <laughs> how how we make this work? We still, got, <laughs> still got, I gotta animate
1: this fucking puppet. <laughs>
2: that's right.
1: Yeah. We got a whole other fight going mm. on.
0: Yeah. So... Right, let's talk about Robin Shu's performance mm. and this very interesting take on on Liu Kang. Liu Kang's a dick, which I personally love. I don't, I don't know if he's he's, he's a dick, but he he for sure. I, I like where they took him because they, like I said before, they could have taken him to a very stereotypical Asian hero. I am um, <clears throat>
1: the chosen one.
0: Yeah, place you know just made him like Bruce Lee. But mm. He's very he's like a tortured soul, and mm. he's not just like. A tortured, reluctant hero. He's like kind of got a chip on his shoulder, you know.
2: It's a very unsure and a bit skeptical. Yeah, which explains his attitude in the yeah. beginning.
0: So it says he originally turned down the uh, opportunity to audition for the role because he thought he'd be cast as a stereotypical Asian <laughs> Just villain. Like ah, actually, hmm. and he reconsidered at the advice of his agent. Good, but, good call. But yeah, so. That's another thing that, that happened a lot in the 90s, which was, it was good in some ways, maybe not that great in other ways, was a lot more Asian men got leading roles, but it was mm. because of...
1: They were sort of typecast or stereotyped yeah. or something, but they were at least being taken seriously in these roles. Yeah. Whereas now, it's like if there's a movie involving a ninja coming out, better believe it's going to be played by a white guy. And you better hope he's the only ninja, otherwise it's going to be clear white male superiority of this Asian martial art. Sorry if I'm getting too left wing on you, ladies and gentlemen. (laughs) It's 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 just a little too blatant.
0: But yeah, I mean, it's it's a tough call because I mean, I personally think it 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 was great. It was great to see this. Like as a kid, like I'm not I'm not Asian, but uh, I'm like a quarter Filipino. It was cool to see like. You know, Ernie Rice Senior and Ernie Rice Junior, and like Surf Ninjas and <laughs> Ninja Turtles Two and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it was cool. I, th- I mean, I thought Robin did a great role, or he, you know, he did a great performance here.
2: He played well. I mean, yeah. I mean, did you not? Yeah.
0: You didn't, no, didn't no,
1: Armagreen. Like no, no, he oh, okay. He, he, you know,
0: He's, has
1: a pretty decent yeah. arc, and I think they actually kind of gloss over him get you know overcoming something else, which is like initially. Guilt and denial over,
0: hmm.
2: yeah,
1: what happened to his
2: brother. I mean, the movie was an hour and forty minutes. I mean, they could have, if they wanted to, I guess, spend a bit more time with him, but I don't think they needed to.
1: No, they kind of cover
2: pretty much all the gist they need of, to cover yeah. with him.
1: That being said, like I thought this when I first watched it back, and like even kind of watch it now is. I guess I should ask you guys: Do you think? Johnny Cage in that movie could have been just just as likely a protagonist, yeah. considering what he overcomes over the course of the film, mm-hmm. what he does, and I all mean, that stuff.
0: That's a problem that Street Fighter sort of had was you had your Asian protagonist that that should be the star of the film, and it really isn't, <laughs> and uh, like they build Van Damme as yeah. first build, and they could have done that here with Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. and even still like. I mean, it's canon with the games that Johnny Cage has a thing with Sonya, I think.
1: I, I think that's another thing that got, um, that worked its way into yeah. the game's canon because of the movie.
0: Yeah. Actually, I was going to say, you know, we can't have a you know male Asian with a love interest, but I guess they sort of did with Kitana. Which they build on that in the second
2: one. Really? I mean, They hinted at it a little tiny yeah. bit in this. They seemed like it would kind hint- of start in the movie.
0: A little bit. That fight scene—they were all over each other. Well, okay, they were all over yeah, each other. They weren't other. sure whether to fight or f-
2: the other word. Oh, I, Fuck. <laughs> I don't know. They, they were all over each other, but they weren't really. There was no love there. It was, it was just more. Well, inf- no, it was. It, was probably, it yeah. was
1: probably a more natural build to a love story than mm-hmm. what happened yeah. with uh, Sonya and Johnny Cage.
2: Yeah, I mean, they he, were infinitely more belligerent in their tension. I mean, he oh, was. Yeah. He was more concerned about you know. Stop vengeance. being vengeance yeah. than anything. But actually, in love.
0: I, I really do appreciate that they didn't try to shoehorn in a love story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, I'm happy about that. But when I think about it now, it's probably because of they knew who their demographic was. They didn't want mm-hmm. that. Their demographic didn't Little want to kids. see that shit. they're focused on that shit. Yeah. We want to see some fight. Yeah, yeah. Fucking cooties. It's gonna <laughs> blood my bloody
1: Yeah, Mortal Combat.
0: Yeah, I don't know. I, I just thought. It was an unexpected way to take the character to have him be really regretful and sad over the death of his brother. Because mm. I, well, I don't know what's his personality in the game. Like, what's his motivation it's, there?
1: It's kind of not. He's very much like you said. The uh, sort of I am the chosen. He's he's pretty yeah. much Chinese Ryu. Yeah. Mm. He's just you know, I'm the I, chosen. I I fight for the order of whatever white rose. <laughs> I can't remember what the name of the group he's from. <laughs> I was going to say Order of Light and White of Society, maybe they're one and the same. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't even know what that is, but, but yeah, he
1: was a lot more generic in the games.
0: Yeah, which which I love that they fleshed him out so much here. He yeah. he felt fleshed out.
1: That was good. He's pretty good. He's um, I guess something to be said. Maybe I can just jump to this now. Very hmm. human, I guess. Yeah. And I feel like the movie, and this will sound weird at first. Might have almost, almost, might have benefited from not giving the key character, the main characters, powers at all. The sentiment, sort of expressed in emphasizing their mortality and having them face these challenges in the form of these characters with monstrous abilities. A little monster, in the case of Goro, and a soul-consuming sorcerer is it's it's a very humanistic sort of sentiment going on and it shows in the fight scenes as well whether they're not overcoming these powers with other powers or even superior skill it's very much ingenuity creativity intelligence and in some cases a full-on survival instinct yeah but it's all human effort up until maybe luke hank's fireball at the end yeah Mm -hmm. and and of course the bicycle kick
0: yeah well bicycle kick that's that's just magical reality. I, I can do that. You really think? I mean, like it, look, that wouldn't be nice could, if you get angry enough, you can levitate and kick. I the think shit we could do it if you and me pick up Joe right now. <laughs> we could do it right now. Well, maybe if
1: Johnny Cage picked him up and threw him. <laughs> I mean, he was there the whole time. I mean,
0: he had a running start. <laughs>
2: He's an acrobat. <laughs> we could do it. That was good, though. I, I did, I did appreciate that.
0: It was, made, a, was a
2: nice way to punctuate the end of a fight. <laughs> hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: But no, that, that was pretty cool that... Yeah, I mean, you're make, they're showing that, you know, the whole stupid thing. You can overcome anything. You don't need magic powers. Believe in yourself. Yeah, Believe in yourself. But, so that, that
1: yeah, neat. I felt like that was definitely there and there to... In too many of the smaller elements to really just be coincidence. Yeah.
0: Mm. So... <laughs> we were talking about tropes a second ago, mm. but... <laughs> So how do you guys feel about Art Lean? This new... Friendly black guy. Yeah, created just for the film. Hmm. No presence in the games at all. It, they, they haven't gone back and brought Art Lean in? No, so be no down. Art Lean. I would play a game that was just about Art Lean. <laughs> Fuck it, I'm going to write some fanfic. <laughs> well, and there, there, There is some mystery to the character. Like, what was up with that gee?
1: It looked like two different... Looked like the uh, fighting attire of two different martial arts. It's like he had like a weird shogun vest over a spotted short
0: sleeve. Yeah, He's something.
1: Right. I'm telling you, he man. was doing splits and had he weird was, kung
0: fu hands. He was yeah. just that
2: good. Oh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, so it IMDb trivia mm. says they actually cut a funeral scene for Arlene. Really? Yeah. He, well, he
2: wasn't worth it.
0: Damn, (laughs) that's that's how you really feel, Joe. I would like to have seen that. It could have been a very touching moment. It doesn't
1: doesn't change the fact that they watched someone they befriended
2: die right in front of them. It might have been a touching moment, but I think considering the pace of the movie and how they were just trying to go to each part to get through it, I don't think it really would have been necessary.
1: I think it might have helped to maybe give him another fight before just to establish that he's skilled maybe against another Hmm. human. And, because the whole point of that is to let you know shit's getting really real. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. Because that's when they all get scared.
0: And they, see, they didn't want to kill off a main character. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. Something they didn't care about in the second one, I guess. They didn't give a
1: fuck. Granted, canonically, I think in the, in the games, Johnny Cage does yeah, die in three. I, I think so. Yeah, I think he's killed that's by right. Mataro, though.
0: Yeah,
2: you know, the whole thing about them you know, caring about him dying and stuff, that, that makes sense. But I thought it was a little strange that in the beginning, they all kind of just really hate each other and blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But then as things progressed, they seemed to start liking each other really quickly. It just, it just, maybe it was just me, well, but it seemed it, like Sonia's it, it, attitude towards everyone was just, you know, just, leave me alone. I don't need any help at all. Yeah, and out of right nowhere, she, it's just like right suddenly... She got her revenge. She did, but
1: then like it, it's sort of an interesting mm-hmm. thing thing to see somebody get that kind of monkey off their back before yeah. the halfway
2: point of the damn. <laughs> <boom>. <laughs> but, but but also too, you know, when he was the guy was fighting Goroni died, and then they're all cheering for him. It's like they all know him. That's what I mean. They yeah. barely knew him.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, like like it makes sense with Johnny Cage. Yeah, they had back that talk to before, thing, and now. there's like a couple of scenes. Where stuff's going on, and they just happen to be standing next yeah. to each other, like well, they're clearly right. Yeah. Gravi- well, no, no, I'm saying that is um, a good thing. Like they're clearly,
2: clearly gravitating
0: towards each so other. They're humans. They got to stick. Together. They're
2: humans. They <laughs> met earlier. They're fans of each other's work. But 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 that's the thing. The <laughs> only time they met him was Luke Kang in the beginning, and then after that, and then after that, it was him fighting Goro and dying. So. Water!
1: <laughs> How am I supposed to know?
2: Continue. So, I mean, they, they only saw... Him. Basically, he was only in there twice. In the beginning, on the docks, when they... You know, like, a quick moment. And then after that, it was him fighting Goro and dying. Well, he, he, something you got to keep in mind, Joe. All
1: right, you're, you're on a boat full of strangers. Yeah. You meet somebody. You've got, like, a friendly interaction. you got something in common. Mm. You know, Johnny Cage is all stuck on this idea that everybody thinks he's a fake. Yeah. And here's this one guy saying... Uh, I know from the movies you're legit. Mm-hmm. Right. Right off the bat that's going to be endearing and then you know this big yeah. celebrity turns around and says, yeah. hey, I saw you fight. You're good. I really like, like that. They're going to be hanging out together just as someone to talk to mm-hmm. on this strange boat full of people they don't
2: know. Right, but they didn't show any of that. So, yeah. so I'm thinking, which, going back to what you said, is that maybe it would have been good if it gave him a, one more fight scene so, yeah, something else which I mean, flushes out the not dynamic between a fight the four. Scene. I mean, yeah. it would be been
0: cool to see a fight scene, or him, conversation, or something. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: I see what you're saying. now. Yeah. if they'd given us a little more, even a, the tiniest bit. But a
0: little. I yeah. mean, going back to what we said before, it's like small cast. Where do we fit this in? yeah, but yeah and the true. demographic, like mm-hmm. if you see like Art Lean fighting some some other guy, you're just like, unless it's Goro, which because mm-hmm. then you just want to see Goro tear ass or someone. Yeah. That's kind of like, why? why who is this guy? Exactly.
1: On? I know what they needed. I know what they needed. They needed a blood sports style montage. Mm-hmm. And, or just like the one, that, they had one like that in Karate Kid too. This was just the 80s yeah. style martial arts they montage did. where you work through mm-hmm. different combinations of dudes fighting each yeah. other. And in that way, you can emphasize who's tough, who's not. Yeah. So we could have had like a scene of... Or yeah. lean like doing in, some kind of weird spin. Like kick in on a guy. rookie
0: of the year when he's striking all the famous <laughs> baseball players kind of thing. out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Suck it, Bonds. <laughs> yeah.
2: No, that, that would have. I would have been interesting. But, uh,
0: look, a moment I noticed was weird was like, you know, like right before the Goro fight. There was like a montage, and we all noticed it because it went on forever. It was just guys hitting the 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 ground. No, no that wasn't before
1: Goro. That was Goro.
0: Yeah. Right, right before the Art Lean fight.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like yeah. and it was a little they might like, as well have said this is Goro right before it happened. Yeah, they
0: didn't they didn't really show him. I think they were playing his
1: playing down a little
0: bit. Him. Yeah,
2: like a like a Goro theme. But no,
0: I think they were playing his, his theme behind mm-hmm. Yeah behind yeah.
2: Him. What I thought was funny about that scene is that in my head when I was watching it and the bodies kept dropping, mm-hmm. after like the seventh body, I was like, <laughs> Alright, I get it. Goro's <laughs> Was a badass, and then it's like 20 bodies later. Okay, it's like, God, there weren't even that many guys on the boat. And, and did you there's say there's not even enough room on that boat for that many guys? Yeah. And did you say you saw the same guy drop twice? Yeah. At least the, one of the same guys dropped twice, I and mean,
0: they all look pretty similar.
2: They did, but, they did.
0: But see, like, that's that's probably the space where they could have you know taken that down a little bit beforehand. <laughs> Showed us like you know some Art Lean footage, right? Yeah, yeah. It's some it's
1: random. Fights, Whether it's you know? just like him meeting up with the other guys, or maybe fighting somebody, or mm-hmm.
2: yeah, just something. Carl killed so many people. Yeah, well, yeah, he's the Mortal Kombat champion. I know it's just the way it was portrayed. I, I don't know. It's just they kept. Yeah. He's a killing
1: machine. He's a yeah. monster. See, he's a, he's they, the literal monster in yeah. that movie.
2: Yeah,
0: so he, he couldn't really you know um, put put that. But, like, so I couldn't really tell what the effects were like with Goro. Like they weren't they for sure weren't CG, but was it all puppetry? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, like, there was
2: at least two guys working them because yeah. probably more Yeah, because in the credits they said puppeteer, so okay. yeah. I think it was just one yeah. puppet.
0: So first, I thought maybe claymation. I think it was claymation in the game, right? Yeah. yeah, I actually yeah, we were a bit yeah, yeah. past claymation. This was kind of the heyday of like Ninja Turtles etc. where you had really good puppetry like his face. It was yeah. really interesting because it... I don't know if it it didn't quite match up to what he was no. saying, but it was still it looked pretty good. Yeah, it was yeah. definitely
2: a puppet there. I, I would have uh, loved to know how they were actually actually doing yeah. it, controlling it. Because, I mean, you could tell when the arms were moving, it was a little. It, there there little weren't weird other. Looking. Yeah, they
1: weren't other arms in there. Uh-huh. That might have been nice, yeah. but at the same time, he's this big unwieldy thing. He's right. not. He's getting by very much on power rather than raw skill. Yeah, that's how he beat Kung Lao, the original Kung Lao. <laughs> they just straight, beasted on him. What you would see if you got that. Silly-ass primer tape that came out back in the day. So was that
0: tape like a prologue to the movie? It was supposed to be, but a lot of stuff in
1: it just didn't add up. Mm. Namely, it's old Shang Tsung here and young Shang Tsung in uh, the movie, the live-action. Isn't he like 10,000 years old or something? Uh, yeah, Utana you know, was
0: ten thousand. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're they're all ancient. El That's the thing about the like balkers.
1: the the characters from the other realms don't age. They That's, can die, they can be killed, but uh, they, they don't age. Just like the Highlander. And the same would apply to a Mortal Kombat champion. Hmm. Wait, like, if Goro wasn't already immortal, hmm. he would have been made immortal so he could represent, hmm. you know, what? in future
2: tournaments. You become immortal when you win the tournament.
1: I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, like Luke Kang is technically. Immortal up until he's killed in Deadly Alliance.
2: Mm. Interesting.
1: Yeah, immortal in the sense you don't age. Liu Kang died? Yeah. uh, This is uh, one of the games in the Mortal Kombat series. I think it followed 4. And it's kind of where things change and the storyline full-on became mythology. Mm. Because just in the the opening cutscene of that game alone, Shao Kahn and Liu Kang are murdered. By this combination of Shang Tsung and Guan Chi. Interesting. I didn't know, but that's that's an maybe another podcast mm. or something I don't the, know.
2: the thing I liked when Goro died is that they had the typical like nineties or eighties death scene where they, someone's <laughs> He's falling hanging on down. The cliff. Yeah. Yeah.
1: And, and just the,
2: the long scream the as
1: long he screams.
2: falls into oblivion. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's
0: and everyone's favorite line just before it. Those were $500 sunglasses. Ass. Ass.
2: Yeah. I love John. All the little
1: kids at recess. We all saw it. We all did it. Mm. Went outside. Yeah. Said it. Hope there were no adults around. That
0: was my shit. (laughs) That
1: was
2: so great. Uh, That was good stuff. I love this character.
0: So IMDb has some interesting almosts for this cast. Mm. I don't know if you guys saw. No. And this was an amazing... I don't know. I, I thought Johnny Cage was he's cast pretty good, but Brandon Lee was originally going to be really Johnny Cage. That's Ooh, what it says what? on IMDb. Yeah.
2: Huh? Did they did they say why he, well,
0: he, he died?
2: Oh, it was during all that time. The crow. Come on, when did the crow come Well, out? I didn't know if it was before or after. Ninety three. I don't remember.
0: Probably ninety three ninety four. I don't know. Ninety three ninety four. Well, let's see.
2: That's a shame. But, he, was, uh, he was really, really good. No, he,
0: he was born in Oakland. It's where we currently are right now. Damn straight. He came out in 94. Yay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Mortal Kombat was 95, right? Uh, Yeah. Yeah, okay. It, um, would, it would have been interesting. Yeah, it would have been cool. Wow. Brandley was great.
2: It was very good.
0: Yeah. Very good. If very you guys good. haven't seen The Crow, we'll probably talk about that eventually. Oh, Damn it's, straight it's battle. That is, that is a movie. Damn straight. We Huge will. part of my childhood. It mm-hmm. okay. was a dark movie. Everybody thought that was the coolest shit back then. Because it was. Yeah, it probably still is. Yeah. I, yeah, it's good. I haven't seen it in a while, but uh, our good friend Winston is in that movie.
2: That was CG in that bad boy.
0: Yeah. Also, who turned down the role of Johnny Cage to do Street Fighter, <laughs> John Claude Van Damme.
1: Well, Johnny Cage is not only based on him, but Mortal Kombat
2: started off as like a Van Damme-centric game.
0: <laughs> mm. Interesting. Yeah. <sighs>
2: I'm glad he didn't play that character. Like this it would have been weird it, it would have been, been weird it would
0: have been weird and it would have production would have been weird because when we found out about mm. Van, Van Damme, Damme was a won't we'll get into it too much but Van Damme was the extremely coked up onset of Street Fighter <laughs> and he boned Kylie Minogue Jesus drugged which, out poon hound yeah and God.
2: the guy who plays Johnny Cage in this movie of it course, looks, like yeah. it looks like him. Yeah, he does. He's it's got fantastic. the look. He's got the athleticism. Yeah, he see. tore it up. Mm.
0: Uh, here's an interesting one. Probably hot off the success of The Mask. What? Cameron Diaz was originally set to play Sonya. Whoa! Whoa. She Whoa. broke her wrist Whoa. before filming. Thank God.
2: That's, That's of the
1: best. She would have put Season. butts in seats, but like... I'd she just... seems even l- less, like, ideal for it in regards to athletic ability than Bridget no. uh, Wilson. I, Bridget saying? Wilson at least looks like yeah. she could probably punch something. I mean... Amber Diaz is a stick. Nothing wrong yeah, I mean, wrong she, was little, she wasn't as much of a stick in the mask, granted. She
0: was a little... I mean, she was a little flimsy back then, but I don't know. Maybe she could have done it. Let's see. When did the mask come out? Wasn't the mask her first? The mask movie? was ninety four. It was her breakout role. Yeah, it was yeah, that role. was her breakout role. Yeah. So, so yeah, she would have been hot off the success of mm-hmm. the mask and been in in Mortal Kombat. She just does She just wouldn't have fit that. It She's, didn't happen. Yeah, if
1: if it's noticeable with Bridget Wilson, it it'd be three times as noticeable with Cameron Diaz. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: maybe, but I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like she would have been dedicated to the role. Oh no, she would have there. tried her damnedest. I'm certain. I just don't think. Yeah. it... I think it,
1: the the suspension of disbelief yeah. required there is a bigger jump.
0: Yeah, but I think Bridget Wilson, I mean, she did she did fine with the fight scenes mm-hmm. as much as they could. Like,
1: yeah, she did more with, uh, I guess, the personality of Sonia than anything else.
0: Yeah, I mean, I thought some of the acting was a little stiff. Especially well, with her and Johnny in the scene where they're like on the beach. Yeah, that it was a little was, strange. Was a little forced. Well, you know,
1: we, we were all in the theater back in the day, like, boo, get to the fight yeah. at the time anyway. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. I don't think during the time when they were, you know, acting that anyone, after like the first take of that, someone said, that wasn't good, do it again. I think yeah, it was just I think like, like, all right, it's fine. That's just fine. Going. That's not <laughs> what this movie's about. Yeah. Mm.
0: Yeah, so let's talk about some of the the other interesting cast choices. Mm. Chris Casamasa, he was a stunt ninja, and they liked him so much that they put him in the part of Scorpion. Mm. Uh, And where do we know him from, Jumper Cables? I'm trying to
1: remember which one of the guys in WMAC Masters he was. I want to say like he was Olympian. But if he turns out to be Red Dragon, I'm
0: going to be embarrassed. I think he might have been Red Dragon. Oh! But so yeah, sorry, of, white people. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> so let's. let's not, did you watch WMAC Masters, Joe? Oh mm-hmm. god, it was. No, I didn't. It's like Your childhood
1: is flawed. Yeah, really <laughs> Jesus.
0: So yeah, <laughs> it's it's basically pro
1: wrestling with a martial arts spin.
2: This hmm.
1: no, Casamasa
0: was Red Dragon until Masters. So so he was in that. Another connection we have here is Hakim... Machine! Hakim the Machine. He's, he plays unknown black man who gets killed by... Well, Shang Tsung. He fights, he fights Liu Kang. He fights Liu Kang. So connection here was I don't know if either of you guys... Do you guys remember the Mortal Kombat World Tour? Vaguely. It the was, name rings about. So I went to this shit. It was fucking gnarly. What was it? They had like a, they did this live action, like, I guess you could call it a a play. Like like
1: a stage show?
0: Yeah. Like,
1: like kind of like the stunt shows you'd see at places like Marine World or some shit.
0: Yeah. I guess so. But yeah, and there was like fighting and guys jumping around and shit and lasers, and that's all I remember because that was the whole thing. (laughs) But Hakeem the Machine, who was in this movie as a random black guy, I'm pretty sure he played Jax. The stage show. So a lot provenance. of the, A lot of the WMAC Masters guys were in this you know, one, stage.
1: One last tie between Mortal Kombat and that is that there was a guy, another guy in WMAC Masters named uh, Superstar, and he mm-hmm. was the motion capture actor for Liu Kang in yeah. the games. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's pretty cool. So a lot of there's this talent pool that was kind of around, probably in LA at the time, that just kind of all. Was, was floating around. I think I, I, think I can, these can tie
1: this to another thought I had watching that movie, too. Is like, you know, it also, both of those also speak to a martial arts obsession the yeah. sort of public consciousness had at the time. And I started really looking into it, and I want to say the decades prior to it also had one as well. Mm-hmm. Bruce Lee in the 70s, and an mm-hmm. obsession with like. Kung Fu movies from Asia yeah. You go to the 80s and now they look more Towards Japan with like stuff with Ninjas and samurai swords And all that stuff yeah. You get to the 90s we're kind of all over the place yeah. And I guess when I'm On the one hand I guess there's already An answer in that the martial arts obsession Is now with MMA Yeah, But It hasn't bred The sort of Multimedia blitz that the other obsessions had like there isn't a uh yeah. mixed martial arts film coming out everything or any kind of martial arts film coming
0: out i mean now. there was one we, we went and saw warrior when it came out and even then that was probably closer
1: to rocky than yeah your blood sports your mortal combats you're only the strongs hint hint yeah. let's let's do this for the show
0: <laughs> yeah me and you watched it a while ago uh I didn't tell you, but I actually recorded us watching it. It didn't really come out though. Oh, damn. But uh, what? Only this strong? Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. God, it's uh, it's great.
1: a martial arts film based around Capoeira. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, um, oh god. What, what I'm getting at here is that, and this sort of just tied to the theme of this podcast is like, what happened? What happened yeah. to the martial arts movies? What happens yeah. to the kung fu martial art? The star, the yeah. martial artist who could sell a film. Yeah, mm.
0: I, I really, I missed that. And it's, yeah. you know, seeing that New Line logo pop up before any of these films that I watch really just, like, it hits me right in the, you know, the kid places. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I really missed that, seeing it before. New Line also did Surf Ninjas, which is one of my favorite 90s movies. And for a while, was my favorite oh. film of all time. <laughs> Another thing we gotta watch on here. Yeah. Oh, that's
2: yeah. so good. The movie is fantastic.
0: Yeah. But, you know,
1: I mean, it's, it's not even just that. It kind of shows in the fact that how many how many action stars do we have now? None.
0: It's like maybe Liam Neeson. Yeah, Liam Neeson's killing it pretty hard. It's like even, even the
1: action heroes kind of fading away. And I guess what I'm curious about is what do you guys think happened there? Yeah,
0: I mean, it's really interesting. I thought about that a lot, but... I just don't know what happened or who to blame, but it's... Well, some
1: of it I blame MMA in the sense that it kind of, like, before it... Nobody, I guess the only people who really had a clear idea as to what happens in fights are people getting into mm-hmm. fights on a regular yeah. basis. And even then, it's not like, okay, today I'm fighting the karate master, and tomorrow I'm going to fight a guy who's done kung fu for seven years. And yeah. next I'm going to fight the pro wrestler and the street fighter. and that. We didn't yeah. have an idea of what these things would look like when they actually yeah. happened, so there
0: was a lot more room to yeah. imagine. So you want to talk about zeitgeist? Like you went through, you know, the influences of what was happening in the '90s, where the people making films grew up on those '70s kung fu films and those '80s films, and Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people working in film now, um, you know, and what we're seeing at the theater is they grew up around that stuff too, and you see the influence a little bit, but they grew up reading comic books, Mm -hmm. and now we have the means to make those comic book movies, and. Our action movie stars are are now playing all these superheroes. Uh, the Marvel movies have really taken over true. that whole niche of action and and fighting. Kind maybe, of. Maybe
1: that's yeah. Well, maybe that's what it is. And the action hero has been replaced yeah. by the full on superhero. Yeah,
0: and I think the place where action is really developing, and especially as far as martial arts are overseas films like you look at oh, the influence God. of like I still haven't seen it but The Raid and, That's and then you see and even before that yeah. like Own Bach that was the first one yeah, for me yeah for sure me too The Protector all that mm-hmm. and you see that influence in those movies in stuff like The Winter Soldier where the fighting's very brutal and very yeah. fast well yeah
1: like the, the I think after The Raid the whole bottle film idea Kind of really, like like not I guess not a whole lot of people latched onto it, but enough that you saw so many within a small period. Like Dread came out not too long yeah. after, and then there's that Brook Mansions that came out mm. maybe a year ago or something.
0: But yeah, and also I mean you talk about the traditional action star, like you have these throwbacks films that Stallone's doing, you know, with the Expendables, yeah, which are. I mean, it's really him just trying to keep it alive. But I think today's yeah. action star is, I think people want more depth to their characters that's, than what we we're giving them.
1: That's sort of what I thought and sort of what yeah. I feared. Like, are we becoming like a? Which I, I hate f- saying this, but too sophisticated a
0: culture to really enjoy these things. And if I mean, that's the case, like... I don't think so. We should all kill our pretentious selves. There's always going to be those dreads and those snakes on the planes and, and stuff like that. Yeah, but and those taken, are so you know? over.
1: Those are so completely over the top. Like, especially, the, the not so much the dread. Like, I think the dreads yeah. are in a good direction, but the snakes on the yeah. plane. I want fewer of those, and For I want sure. more
0: dread, more taken.
1: Yeah, I want more taken and less expendables.
0: Yeah, but like I do think. So going back to what I was saying, I think the the action stars are less of the action stars and they're more of actors who are putting in the work and the physical training to do these action pieces. Like Chris Evans has done some some great dramatic stuff. He was in uh the Iceman with Michael Shannon, he's great. You know, I I don't think I've seen too many of his stuff. He kind of started with you know like Not another team movie, I think. Stuff like that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, but you see him, like, in these big budget movies, and he's great as Cap, I think. Mm -hmm. But also, I mean, another person who I thought was, like, fantastic as an action star was Jeremy Renner. And Mm -hmm. he's, you know, he's being nominated for Academy Awards and stuff.
1: True. That was an attempt. That was an attempt to create an action franchise, which... I I guess didn't go so well what? with the born oh. whatever supremacy. Yeah, I thought supremacy was the third, and it was like
0: yeah. Anyway, and, and I mean, anyway, he's, he's Hawkeye, so I mean, technically, yeah, he's you know he I would say he's I when I think of like the future of the action star, I think of Jeremy Renner, where I don't think of necessarily just an action star, but a great actor who can who has the physicality to do these things. And also bring some some acting chops to these characters. Like in the Hurt Locker.
1: Yeah, I guess that's it now. I guess you're not going to be able to go by on physicality alone. Because I think the last attempt to really create an action star like Liam Neeson kind of happened. But I think the last conscious attempt to make one was maybe Jason Statham.
0: Yeah, I mean, yeah, like Jason Statham's keeping the torch alive a little bit. Even he's kind of, you know, he's old. Yeah. He's from a different kind of school. Yeah. Maybe. But even he, like, acting chops. Like, you mm-hmm. I'm, not, I'm not sure you can, or at least I can't think of anybody that's just filling seats with just gunshots and abs. You know? Uh, at, least, at least not in the States. And we we could bring up Liam Neeson, but, you know, Liam you know, Neeson. He's, he's got a
1: long career as like a character career. actor prior.
0: Well, I mean, he's... I feel like he's primarily known for being a dramatic actor. He's in Schindler's List.
1: You know? Oh yeah, he goes far, back be- so far back that I forget a lot of what he's done. Yeah, yeah. So let's bring, let's bring it, from... it back to Street Fighter yeah. a little bit, or Mortal, Mortal Kombat. 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 Yeah.
0: yeah. So ending, obviously, they left it open for a sequel, which I don't know <laughs> if we want to talk about that.
1: Was not successful. No. I don't care what your. Well, I do care what your <laughs> opinions are. I want so you, you to share
0: them with us. So you guys got any thoughts about Mortal Kombat? Any burning thoughts?
2: Well, for me, I know we've all already kind of said it, but I've, I pers- this is pers- my favorite video game movie. It's, it's a classic. The opening is just so invigorating, so exciting, so fun. Yeah. And just watching it all the way through, all the characters are fun. They stick to the game so closely. And all the other video game movies out, Street Fighter was good. Mm -hmm. Doom was not. Uh, Double (laughs) Dragon actually was not that bad. It was a movie. I have to watch that. Another thing we can touch on. I I saw it in theaters, I think. I mean, so out of all of them, this is probably and will always be my favorite one. So it's it's so much fun to go back and watch it.
0: Not mine. Mm. I I actually, well, I hadn't seen it in a while, but Mm. I I really fucking love this movie. Mm -hmm. It's the fighting and the, I think they did some great, work just it's it's something that i think gets overlooked a lot i said it already but you know capturing someone's personality and relationship dynamics between mm-hmm. any kind of physicality really if you can nail that it's great mm-hmm. jump cables any thoughts
1: Yeah, anytime you can uh learn something about a character that they're mm-hmm. not actively telling you that you can show through physical anything let alone Full-on, the physicality of fighting is always a good thing. Uh, Mortal Kombat was probably my favorite game, movie, back in the day. Going back and watching Street Fighter. Street Fighter kind of usurped it. But it was one of the best, and it was one of the best by virtue of staying close to the source material. So it's something I've always championed.
0: Yeah, so... I think my favorite's probably the Super Mario Brothers movie. <laughs> oh, I just I just love that movie. It's just like the game, the concept is so bizarre and outlandish that it's, I think it's... they took as many liberties with that story and got so creative with it, just as much as they did with the game and I thought it was just like a great tribute to like the insanity of it. I think, and just complete anarchy.
1: I think it speaks very much to American weirdness versus Japanese weirdness, <laughs> or
0: even Eastern
1: weirdness versus Western weirdness.
0: It does. So, so for next week, I was gonna lead in with that. You know, this film ends on Orbital's Halcyon, and on and on, which is not another film that I fucking love, Hackers. <laughs> I fucking love that movie. It's so fucking good. You're talking a 90s film? Oh, God. Yeah, that Hackers, is such a 90s
1: film. Hackers
0: Angelina Jolie is... That's my... Maybe dream girl? Maybe? Maybe not, but... Hackers. Anyway, so I wanted to talk about Hackers, but we could talk about Super Mario if you want.
2: I, I actually have not seen Hackers. So you haven't seen Hackers? That might no, be I interesting. So I, that might be interesting. I, I wanted, okay. Let's do that
1: one. Because Joe, Joe was... Uh, very much alive at the time, but doesn't have any sort of nostalgia attached to it.
0: Yeah, it's good. I have so many so much of that film's burned into my head.
1: But yeah, I, so Yeah, I saw it back in the day, yeah. but could was not paying enough attention to really yeah. comprehend what was going yeah, on. I watched
0: it like a few months ago. It's it's so good. But Hackers, ugh. Alright, I guess we'll talk about Hackers next week and then maybe the week oh, after man. that we'll talk about Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, kind of that movie. Yoshi. But yeah uh thanks for tuning in guys our first official th- episode yeah first official episode that's going up all right guys take it easy Those them all baby chili fries lizard man
1: the, the, bye no no it has begun
0: <laughs> mortal kombat
2: <coughs> baba louis
0: to start off by reading some news. <laughs> news. I, I guess I should go over what it's about. This is from April 7th, 1993. Just to set the tone before we jump into the, the film we'll be discussing, this is what was going on a couple years before then. give you an idea what the times were like. This is an article by Bentley Boyd of the Daily Press. It's, and this is something that if you grew up in the 90s, you'll, you will have heard this rumor, and I was really excited to find out that this was true. You have no idea. I was so happy <laughs> to find this article. It's titled, Gotta Be the Shoes, Police Caller Light-Footed su- Suspect. Charles City, Alfred, Alfred E. Ackery almost gave deputies the slip Saturday night, but he couldn't outrun his own sneakers. The alleged drug dealer's trendy new lighted shoes made him a marked man during a four-minute chase through Charles City County's thick woods. Officers stopped the new Kent man's van just after midnight to arrest him for possessing and selling cocaine. But Ackley jumped out and ran into the dark woods in his new L.A. gear shoes, said Sheriff's Department Investigator Anthony Anderson. Every time he took a step, we knew exactly where he was, Anderson said. It was dark with the woods. And the briar patch bushes, but we were able to find him with his tennis shoes lighting up. They caught the 20 year old man and found 12 bags of cocaine worth $800 in his clothing, Anderson said. That particular night, he wished he didn't wear those shoes. He said, The shoes retail for $90. I did not remember them being that expensive. The shoes have a battery-operated light that flashes when the heel is pressed, said Cliff Hawley, salesman at the athlete's foot at Coliseum Mall in Hampton. Everybody's asking for them, Hawley said. You know how fads are. And that's the end of the article. My
1: two-year-old niece wears light-up shoes now. $90. They,
0: they still have them?
1: Yeah. Damn sure ain't $90, though. $90 I
0: didn't money. think they were $90 back then, but I had that shit.
2: So did I. Yeah. <laughs> Everything was way expensive back then.
0: God, that, that shoe was... Yeah, man, I have them. You know what my dream was back then? Was to to dissect my shoe and take out the light. What? And, and put them in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> so have,
1: have it light up every time you open your mouth?
0: Yeah, so I smile.
1: <laughs> you in the dark. It's like sleepover
0: time. You in the dark. You're like, where'd Michael go? Ah! <laughs> Dude, like that shit... I don't know why that was my dream. Like a little eight-year-old kid just like, yeah, what's up?
2: That's a dream, man. <laughs> red
0: lights flashing. Simpler times. Yeah. God. <laughs> That's so great.